Good afternoon, and you're all very welcome here to Canmel, home of commercial, uh, Canmel Commercial GA Club. Uh, that, that lies it for the arrival of the Owlert, Owlert, Owlert Bella team here onto the pitch for this All-Ireland semi-final. Look at the big day has arrived. All-Ireland semi-final between the reigning All-Ireland club champions, Owlert Bella, again our own uh, Scarif O'Gunla from Clare. What a day it has been. A month in the waiting since they, uh, they beat uh, Drummond in the Munster final that Marvellous day down in, in Meadow. I'm joined here today in commentary by Pat McNamara. Pat, look at after all the waiting, the, the big day has arrived on us. Finally here, Leo, and it won't come much bigger than All-Ireland semi-finals. I suppose there's only one game bigger in the whole calendar, and uh, most clubs probably never get to see one, and that's why it's such a, such a marvellous, marvellous day for Scarif O'Gunlow. Such a shame uh, that the weather is so inclement and has been for the last day or two between storms I don't know what the that is called storm Frederick just another if if I can't give his name uh, we had Eunice there lately and the rain, the rain has been lashing all night and all morning the wind is strong as well but the good news is the rain seems to have lightened just before the game starts here in which is a fine set up here in, in Clonmel uh, a nice warm stand here well covered and uh, it's full almost full I'd say good crowd good support from both teams as you'd expect Leo but tough conditions out in the field for players no question the rain is restarting sadly to say Scarlett Fagunla have been on the pitch maybe 7 or 8 minutes trying to keep warm trying to, to get their they're, they're, they're striking and their control of the ball going tough conditions and look at um, I suppose it's tough for both Leo uh, very experienced side now at the better but I'm sure Scarlett Fagunla you know if they show the same determination the same will to win the same desire and and commitment they've shown all along in recent times, you know, they'll still be very, very hard to beat and we'll just be hoping for the best. Yeah, and before we give with the Lionheart Board teams, we have to offer our sincere sympathies uh, to the Daly family in, in, in Tungraney on the death of their father, Pather, to Connor, Gordon and Denise and all their extended family. Pather was a, a man synonymous with, with life in East Clare, a guard in, in, in Scarif, played rugby, hurled in Scarif and finished up his career uh, winning a junior A championship with Ike in 1986. So to all his family, we can offer our, our condolences. All so to the family of Padraig Burke in, in, in Borkhagrass there in, in Budaik Park uh, a young man gone long before he, his time played underage hurling and adult hurling for Budaik until he immigrated there in the early early 90s so to Pat Burke and to Anne and to Carol and all the extended family we, we offer our sincere sympathies also and also just in, in the last uh, day uh, we have to offer our sympathies to the Nocton family in Kinclaren Fecal on the death of, of, of Michael um, well known public and great character up there and to all the Nocton and extended the family we offer a sincere sympathies Pat absolutely uh, you know first of all Mickey Nocton it was a shock to everybody when Mickey died a wonderful character a great pub to go into just uh, one of those character pubs really which chat was always fascinating Mickey leading it on and uh, just a wonderful wonderful host to have there and uh, to Pauline his wife and and to Carol and Marie and Katrina, the daughters and their husbands and families, our sincere sympathies. A marvellous character, and it certainly is the end of an era in terms of, of, of chat and, and great crack in the pub. And I concur, of course, with your, with your uh, sentiments on Paddle Daly and, uh, the, and the work family as well. Yeah, and we're going here back here to Clanmail uh, Commercials. We're going to give the line out of our team, starting with uh, Scarif O'Gunla team. In goals, in number one, it's Rachel Daly. The full back line today is Rachel Minogue, uh, Susan Daly. Where are we going for that? We'll go, uh, we'll, we'll go with Susan. Oh, so, so, yeah. so, there's so, a lot of changes, uh, really. Yeah, there's a lot of changes on the team. The half-back line is Alison, or Alison McGee, Susan Vaughan, and Abby Walsh is the half-back line. In the middle of the field, it is going to be Amy Barrett and Lorraine Grady. The half-forward line is Lisa O'Donnell, Hinchy, Linda Daly, and Jennifer Daly. And the full-forward line is going to be Maureen Scanlon, 
Ashton Corbett and Elva Rogers. Bonnie Wiley Murphy, of course, is the yeah. other cornerback. So the all out of the ballot team line out as follows. The reigning All-Ireland Club champions. Lauren Sinnott is in goals. Maria O'Dowd, Aideen Brennan and Katie Roach is the full back line. Aoife Dunn, Kira Storey and Mary Lacey is the half back line. Stacey Kyo and A.S. Courtney Lorna Parker, Katie Geller, Shelley Kyo and Leanne Nolan the full half forward line with Ursula Jacob, Una Lacey and Louise Sinnott the full forward line. And we pause for our on the <coughs> As Pat, the teams take up their positions, I suppose there's one significant change on the Scarafogundo team since the uh, Munster final. Unfortunately, the centre-back, Kira Dial, out through injury, being replaced by Lorraine Grady. How significant a change is that and how will they cope with that loss, Pat? Well, first of all, it is a significant loss. Kira has been one of the leading defenders on the team for the last number of years. A real girl who attacks the ball and, you know, always finds her, her, her colleague with the ball as well. And a brilliant player to get in a tackle and a, and a flick away from a, a, a dangerous opponent. So a massive loss. Uh, Lorraine uh, Grady, young player, obviously very promising, light player as well. You know, uh, look what, I know she's not going to let the team down, but they have some readjustment to do, certainly. Um, I thought maybe that, uh, I thought it would be probably maybe Susan Vaughan playing centre-back, but I think... Uh, I'm not sure is, is, is Susan in there or not, but I suppose she probably will start in there. But um, look at it, it's, 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 it's a blow, but I'm sure Scarlett Fogunla, knowing them, uh, how resilient they are, and I'm sure on the sideline as well, uh, I'm sure um, Kiera will be giving them, enticing them, just give it absolutely everything and will be there guiding them and, 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 and supporting them. So look at we'll be hoping that they'll overcome that obstacle and reach that, that, that holy grail of Croke Park today here in, in Clamrell Commercials pitch in, against Ola Tabella. It's a tough ass to Leo with conditions as heavy as they are and a very, very experienced opponent with all our senior All-Ireland medals at county level as well on the team. But look at, um, we know what they're made of and uh, I'm sure they're going to give it absolutely everything. Yeah, and indeed, Ola Tabella in their black uh, black and red jerseys and Scarafo Gunlo in their skipper sky blue and it's Scarafo Gunlo who are going to defend the goals here at the water within in the first half. Scarafo Gunlo playing into the <coughs> stiffest breeze here in this first half here in uh, uh, Med as Liz Dimsey is the rator in Lorna Parker we're about to hit action here I tell you it's in these early stages I tell you all of the Bella 10 very much uh, one f- uh, person for the forward line from 70 yards out so tactics will remain to be seen what, what positions they take up in, in, in a moment as the rain begins to beat down here again in Clamwell Commercials, but as good a pitch as you're going to get any time here. The All Ireland semi final is on, and the ball is out with Ursula Jacob. Ursula Jacob is has dropped in an early first win, a break there for a great tackle there by Bonnie Wiley Murphy, who got in on Ursula Jacob there and given for the, dropping the hurley to hand past the ball away and a free go be taken by the giant captain Amy Ballard. A stiff as breeze blown straight down the field here as Ursula Jacob now makes her way into the full forward line. Amy hits this ball Good across ball. the field, looking for Elva Rogers. Elva Rogers coming out from the corner, being chased there by Katie Roach, being pushed, pushed by Katie Roach. And, and he'll to early freeze for Scarif Ogunla, Pat. And it look, like, we know Liz, Liz Dimsey, Leo, is a, a, re- a referee who refers it to the letter of the law, which, in fairness, you know, you cannot complain about, especially in bad conditions, and it looks like there's going to be plenty of freeze. Uh, we, we neither of us saw a strong, you know, strong tackling there. Elva uh, um, went down. Uh, you know, it didn't look like... Men, you know, Rose Leo, many referees wouldn't have given her the free there, but she's got it, and let's see now. Ashley has a serious... It's into a storm now. It has risen again, and there's a shower... 
a shower falling and that has risen up the wind into a, into a bit of a gust so tough tough free in the left hand side 30 metres out we'll see what Ashton can do this is a tremendous strike from Corbett but the wind this is only dropping under 21 My goodness. it's been cut down by the full back 18 Brennan but Moraine Scanlon Moraine trying to get the ball out for Scarif but the ball is picked out by Miria O'Dowd the cornerback she's been chased by Leisha O'Donnell Hinchy over there on the, on the, on the, Leisha Hinchy O'Donnell on the far side we're in the half back line who's going to come out with it O'Dowd tries to get it up for Lowell at the banner he breaks into the middle and he comes out cleared out comes out but it's only picked up by Susan Vaughan Susan Vaughan the scarf of Gunland wing back gets the ball out to the team captain joint captain Amy Amy O'Barrod hits the ball back up the field up towards Mary Lacey the cornerback is out there Katie Rose Katie Rose trying to get up we're 40 yards from, from the here, Moray tries to get it up. Conditions are extremely difficult. Moray and being chased now by Anais Curran. Anais Curran, who was absolutely outstanding. Moray takes on this, this challenge for Oda Tabata. Here comes, takes on. Here's Moray being in. She gets away from her player. Here comes Moray. Great ball in. Blocked out by the fullback, Aideen Brennan. Comes out to Kira Story. Here comes uh, Oda Tabata. But Linda Daly robs uh, the fullback, Aideen Brennan. Linda Daly does brilliantly. But she's hooked by Aideen Brennan. The ball went out in the 16 metre line. Ball comes out to Stacey. Here comes Stacey Kyo for Ola Tabella. Being chased down by everyone. She gets the ball into the wing forward. Leanne Nolan. Leanne Nolan drops it. Leanne is being chased by Amy Barrett. Blocked by Amy. By everyone. Tremendous play there. Out to Stacey Kyo. Kyo hits it in the corner. Talk Bonnie Wiley Murphy. Bonnie Wiley Murphy does back. Gets out ahead of Louise Sinnott. And here comes Rachel Minogue. Get full back for Scalafagunlo. Rachel gets down the ball. We're at 21 metres out. Rachel back in the full back line today, being chased there by Sinnott. Bonnie Wiley Murphy comes out for Scarifer Gunlow, blocked down there by Aoife Dunn. And the ball coming very close to the sideline. Aoife Dunn for out of the Bella. Crossfield ball from Aoife Dunn. Looking for Leanne Nolan. Nolan has it. A shot from Leanne Nolan. Great save by Great save by Rachel Daly. Brilliant save by the goalkeeper. Bonnie Wiley Murphy clears it out. Out towards Alison McGee. Mickey is brought, gets it, goes over the ball. She's been chased by Leanne Nolan. It's all action here in Clamid. And it comes out to the fullback, Susan Daly. And she's fouled. Tremendous oh, save on the goalie, Pat McNamara. Two great saves there, Leo. The pace of Abby Walsh to close down the Q, uh, Stacey Q. About 20 metres, she closed the gap to nothing. And Abby Walsh got a brilliant tack. She got a brilliant block in, then Lorraine Grady, I think. And then the goalie, Rachel Daly, save. Outstanding. And the referee, in fairness, has given Scarlett any frees that are entitled to. And they're starting to be a great determination against serious elements here. Great play from Larry Grady. She gets the ball up to Elva Rogers. Elva taking on the challenge of Ola Tabella. Here comes Elva. Gets a lovely ball in. But it's cut out by Aidan Brennan, the fullback. The fullback gets out ahead of Scanlon. She gets the ball out. Out to Brennan. Here comes Brennan. She delivers the ball. Just a terrible. Back. Oh, the ball is getting over the head. But brilliant play by Susan Daly. Susan Daly is pushed from behind. We are 40 metres out from goal. It's Stacey Kyo, Shady Kyo trying to get it across. He comes out to Ursula Jacob. Free Ursula in. Jacob and a free in for Ola de Bella. Their first chance to get a score. But Pat, it's at lightning pace. Unbelievable. I'll tell you one thing. I mean, the, the storm is absolutely seriously affecting the game. Uh, Ashton Carpet Street there a few minutes ago, uh, where she'd normally drive it 30 yards past the goals. It turned at, at almost right angles and it travelled about 25 metres against the wind. And we know if Ashton can only get that distance, then it's serious. In fairness to... Um, it's fairness to... Um, to... Um, to Scarf, they're actually fighting like Tigers for every ball. I think Susan Daly gave the flick there, give an easy free... 35 metres out over the bar from yeah, the centre of the field but that storm Leo I would generally think it's an 8, eight or 9 point storm yeah that point is the first score on the board from uh, the 
Sharp shooter, Ursula Jacob has her own style of, of, of taking the freeze, maybe holds the ball in the hurley a small bit, but look, if you can get away with it, why not chance it? Five minutes gone. Out. Five minutes gone here in a pulsating All-Ireland semi-final. Leo, if I just could say so, every delay, Scarlett, for good look at Maitland in terms of sidelines and rooks and malls and a odd injury, just to keep this door down because they need to keep the score down as much as possible with this breeze. The ball in from Shady, from Shady, the goalie blocks it, great save by Daly again. Daly has done it. Oh, it comes to Mary Lacey, but Rachel Minogue. What a warrior Rachel Minogue is. Gets the ball out to Susan Vaughan. Susan being chased there no by Hurley. Arsenal Jacob without the hurley, but Susan is an accomplished uh, soccer player and Gaelic footballer. Oh, it goes out to Mary Lacey out in the corner. Mary lets fly across, but who's there? Only Susan Vaughan. Susan goes for the sanctuary of the sideline. I tell you, it's taken longer to get him inside. A good uh, play experience there from Susan Vaughan there, and she's met with a tackle from Arsenal Jacob coming out. So, two of the Elder, experienced. Uh, experienced players, I suppose, on both sides. It's one point for Aula Tabella. Scarafogonio uh, yet to get on the scoreboard, but keeping well in this game here, as Pat said, as an offer me. And yes, Corden hits his ball. It Amy comes Barrett. to Amy Barrett. Amy, Amy well. has played well, has played a great championship. The ball comes up towards Mary Lacey, or Una Lacey, but this lady Kyo is beginning to open the shoulder, gets the ball out to Amy. And yes, Corden, a shot from Amy Corden. It's gone out wide. to the right hand side and gone wide. And Scarifer Gunlow will be quite happy once the ball is going in that direction, Pat. Well, there's six and a half minutes gone, and you can't see how vital that is because, you know, any any shot that Old uh, Ballard take from round the, inside the Scarif 65 should be getting the distance towards the, towards the goals. And I mean, Scarif shooting from 30 yards will not get the distance. It's that strong. So if they can keep this down for as long as they can and get that breeze in the second half, they'll have a real chance. But a long way to go this half, yet, obviously. Seven yeah. minutes gone. Great play from Alison McGee. McGee coming out there for Scarif Gunlow. She's blocked there. And the ball is Eva Dunn. Eva, oh, and a high challenge there <laughs> from Bonnie Wiley Murphy. You know, and you know, the management on both sides. But I tell you, Pat, well, Eva Dunn cut from good class. A stylish wing back and, you know, got up. Her father often gave a belt and got up, and she's much the same same vintage. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Eve, uh, Eve, uh, Bonnie Wiley Murphy is light and, sl- and slender and, and, and light-looking, but i tell you one thing, she hits into her there as if she meant it, and in fairness to Dunn, Kira Dunn, uh, a fine player, and obviously from great stock, she, she took it and bounced up about it, no more about it. Now, this freeze on and the sideline, 45 metres out, will be a real test, it'll be a real test of Ursula Jacobs, he can put this over with the breeze, but look at she has the breeze, it should help her, and it, as it's straight down the field in favour of Allert, so look at... Uh, Look at the longer the, every delay is good for Scarafogunlo. I, I can't stress enough how strong the conditions are against them and uh, how Ushuk can just hold the score down as much as possible. It might be pos- uh, possible that Scarafogunlo don't score in the first half. It's that strong. Yeah, and a quarter we there for Bonnie. Bonnie Pet would have been a Tech One the champion before in her time. That's a ball from Jacob. That's a dangerous ball from Jacob. Oh, it's blocked out. And oh. it comes out to Mary Lacey. What suit rates him and no got in there to Throwing and Susan Fahan. That ball came off the post, it was dangerous, but Vaughan and Minogue were like vultures onto that ball. Rachel Minogue, is, or Rachel Daly is prancing up and down. Liz, the first of her throw-ins, I say there'll be a few throw-ins from Liz oh, today, you, Leo, I wouldn't record is about to be passed out here today for throw-ins today, there's no doubt about that. Susan Vaughan and the centre-forward, the centre-forward is Shelley Kyo, who's going to come out with it? Anyways, Corden trying to get it up there for Owlert de Bella. We are 20, 35 metres out from the Scarafogun logo, and who comes out only? Abby Walsh, Abby, and here Abby takes off there coming up along the side Alva Rogers has gone ahead of, ahead of her can she get the ball and put the ball but Abby Walsh does well but losing the ball in the tackle Alison McGee trying to get it down there and Jennifer Daly back in her own half back line here Jennifer cuts across gets away from Katie Gallagher she's going to be blocked by Katie Gallagher and, and Jennifer the goes in the yeah. ball and he's did a little bit I'm not too sure was there a push in the back and that, on that occasion but uh, out comes Ursula Jacob again 
Ursula, who has been one of the tellers, woman really of, of national camogie here, and taking her time coming out, getting the hands dried there uh, by the, the mayor for you know conditions. You would have to be here to see how Absolutely. difficult conditions are here in uh, Clamel here, and great credit to the Clamel commercials for even getting the pitch playable. We met a man, a well-known East Clamel out there before we came in, Brendan O'Halloran, who said to say hello to all his friends in in, in Fecal here. Uh, Brendan, a well-known guard, and here comes Jacob with her own strike uh, shot and a tremendous strike over the bear. Pat, one thing I have about Ursula Jacobs free taking, I think she fouls every free she takes. Well, she takes a long time on the bus at Hurley, that's for sure, and. Uh, Liz Neely might be exact on certain things, but obviously this isn't one of our this isn't one of our bugbears. But yeah, you're right. Ursula leaves it on the boss for a while to balance it and balance her feet and all that. And look at uh, some players get away with it, some don't. But look, uh, two points uh, for Scarfugle to be only two points down. I think with nine for, nine minutes forty seconds gone, isn't too bad at all. And they're in position. Well, they're trying to get position in the middle of the field now, but it's very very hard from the break up the field. And the ball comes in his court, but Mary Lee, or Mary Lacey lets fly, and or yeah, Mary Lacey the wing back to the sisters, sisters who Mary of course the full the full. Una, the full forward, who got three goals, and the ball comes out to Elva. Elva, Elva finding the hard traffic. Yeah. But Elva, Amy Barrett goes through. Amy will, she cuts through the challenge, gets the ball back. But who's gone back there? Oh, it is three for his Mary Lacey. Mary Lacey for Outlook to Bella, gets the ball up to Leanne Nolan. Leanne Nolan gets the ball up towards Jacob, and here comes Jacob and Vaughan. Vaughan does well, goes to ground. And I'm now to Jacob uh, pulling back She's there. Got a man tackle there. I tell you, I Ursula, think Sarah Fogel were lucky. I think so, but Ursula pulled pull, pull back. Did. There's no doubt about that. It's free, going to be taken. Is it by Susan Vaughan? As we said, two, 10 minutes gone here in the first half in the broadcast brought to you in association with Derek Credit Union and our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction. Can Scarif look reach their first senior All-Ireland club final? They're going very well at the moment in difficult and you can see by that part from, from Susan. It only comes out as far as Leanne Nolan. Lorraine Grady does well. Barrett does even better. Barrett has playing well. Gets the ball back. Gets the ball back to Susan. Susan back in the pocket. Gets the ball up to Linda Daly. Linda Daly gets it. But she's oh. been robbed there by Mary Lacey. Uh, no no quarter being asked or given here. It's tough and uncompromised. Body's going to ground and Liz Dimsey going to throw in the ball of Reese Patrick. No, the throw in. Well, in fairness to Liz Dimsey now, I mean, there are going to be rocks and malls because, you know, players haven't got the same freedom to play at the normal way. Scarif are going to look cannot hit the ball further than 30 metres and that's no fault of it. I mean, I think Amy Barra has been absolutely brilliant already, Leo, in the game. The amount of position she's had and driven that ball as far as she can up the field. But uh, we look at when Ashton Carver hits the 40 metre free and it bends over to the right and does and lands seven, seven or 10, 10 or 12 metres shot to the goal that will just tell everybody how how um, savage this scale is because uh, you know she can hit that ball 90 metres and uh, she can you know he's at about 30 and the ball is with Aoife Dunn but she's robbed by Corbett oh Corbett I thought she was going to lift fly there <laughs> on Aideen Brennan Bob thinking of it. I tell you Bob is playing well out, uh, roaming out from her foot forward position she's now now even going to be an accomplished sideline taker. There's no end to this woman's talents when Susan Vaughan is sitting back, kind of playing as, as, as the sweeper. Abby Walsh picking up uh, Shelley Kyo, and here comes Ashley Corbett. Hits the ball, great ball down into the corner for Mairead. Mairead gets out in front of Miria O'Dowd. Can Scarif O'Gunlow even manufacture a score? And there's a high pull there by O'Dowd, not being called by by, uh, by Liz Dimsey on this occasion. Leisha Hinchy O'Donnell goes in trying to arrest the ball there for Scarif O'Gunlow. We are 10 metres from the goal. The ball is here. Mairead gets it up. It's there. It's Taken out for a 45, and the linesman. No wide. No, and even. Umpire gives it wide. The fullback. The, the fullback was so. Lisa's given the 45. Yeah, I think, the, full, yeah. the fullback was honest because she hit the ball out, out for the 45. <laughs> as the rain has cleared here once more in Clanmel, uh, and a chance for Ashton Corbett. 12 and a half minutes gone here in Clanmel. 
it's got the Lumpur, got that Raylan, wrong Raylan, you know, in fairness, yeah. Now, actually, he's probably not going to get going to get the distance here, even though see the other side of the field, I don't think it's going to make a difference. This will be dropping around the 20-minute line or inside it, but uh, if she can get the distance here, it'll be amazing. Now, if the, maybe the wind dies out for a second or two. But look at all, this is good because it's, it's taken up a valuable 12, almost 13 minutes gone. All of the bell have just two points with that breeze, and you'd be saying, Leo, you'd nearly need more than two points with that. Now, how many times we said the reason won't win games and it doesn't, it's attitude. And let's see what Ashton can do now. She's just as she strikes. Here comes Carver with it. She strikes it. This is on the danger zone. This is a dangerous ball. Moraine is there. Moraine is there for Scarfo Can Linda Daly is there for Scarfo Gunlow. We're on the edge of the D. Can they get it in? There's, there's bodies all over the place. The ball breaks out to Elva. If anyone can get a score, it's Elva Rogers. Elva gets the ball out to Moraine. Moraine, a shot for Moraine. This is a dangerous ball. Oh, and it's kind of a side net. Yeah. But Moraine, Moraine is not, not far away. I tell you, Pat, they're playing well. Yeah, and Marie is getting a little bit of space, which is near surprising, as uh, you know. I know she's on a good marker, but uh, she's just a long puck out now, has reached past halfway of Rowland and breaking through. It's the Kyoli. Oh, here Shelley. she goes. It's, it's Shelley Kyoli. She's Kyoli, fouled. Yeah. And yeah. the referee given a free, but it was a, an important uh, free. They had I think to, it was a, a, they had a, to a put good her free up. to give away for the team, in fairness, yeah. Now, this should be a, a point, but as I said, as we're approaching, I was, I was going to say the water break, <laughs> thank God they're gone, but uh, you know, as we're approaching halfway through the first half, 14 minutes gone, uh, this could make this should make it three three points to the line. I don't mind trying to hex the free taker here if we do, <laughs> so much the better for the other law. But in fairness to Russell Jacobs, she should put this over. It's uh, 47 or 8 metres out, just to the right, Leo. But uh, I think Scarf are fighting brilliantly, and I think they'll be, they should be happy so far, Leo. They're giving absolutely everything against the storm. They're not going to score much against that wind. You just can't put it over the bat from 40 yards, or even from 30 I don't think when Moraid couldn't get that one over the bar from what 30, 30 metres out you know it's not going to happen so just have to hang in there until the second half when when the shots should be going over at least get the distance anyway. and here comes Jacob she puts this one she nails it Gohandras now with that strike again Gohandras now three points for Ostler Jacob three points for Aula de Bella it's three points uh, Scout at the better scarf for Gunlow yet to get on the scoreboard, but that doesn't tell the story, true story of the game. We're halfway through the first half here in the All Ireland uh, Senior Club uh, semi final. Scarf for Gunlow, who were in the All Ireland semi final three years ago, were beaten by Schneidbeck. Good puck out from Daly into the breeze, gets it out towards Abby Walsh. Abby Walsh gets it away, but she's robbed there by, by Shady Kyo. Here comes to Linda Daly. Linda Daly getting away from an ace curtain. Here comes Linda. Great ball from Linda up towards Moray Scanlon. Moray Scanlon gets out in front of Scanlon. is playing very well here in this first have for Scarif O'Gunlow winning a lot of ball and here comes Moray hits the ball oh. back maybe not the ideal thing to do towards Linda Daly but it comes to any is Corn Corn has been can maybe fouled but it's Stacey Kyo this Kyo is around all the place but here comes Linda Daly Daly does well gets the ball but she's blocked down oh and a high challenge there out to Miria Dowd and here comes and the ball comes to Stacey Kyo and here comes the answer here comes Stacey Kyo being chased by the hurlingless Amy, uh, Amy Barrett that ball is gone to the left it's yeah. gone over the bar from the stick of Stacey Kyo they're serious operators Pat they, they move very well together you can tell the other experience they who played together for years they just know where each other's runs are being made and they get the pass is usually, is usually on point as well but look uh, with the storm I mean they're going to be doing that you can put the ball over on the run from 40 yards here with that wind easily and Scarfogula was now just trying to batten down the hatches just dig in and give the item space fight and delay the game with every kind of a, a delay they can danger here here comes Gallagher Gallagher gets the ball out to Jacob there's a chance for a shot a goal for Aulert de Bella Ursula Jacob unfortunately tremendous play from Casey Gallagher 
got away from the challenge of Alison McGee. She passed the ball into Ursula Jacob. That's 1-3 for Ursula Jacob. That's a significant uh, score, Pat. the end of the minute, Gallagher took off on a run, near the wing forward. But the problem was, you could see Ursula Jacob had no one near her for you know a, a pile of seconds before she got the pass. And why no one saw that danger and just closed her down. She had a free shot from 15 metres out and she wasn't going to miss. Bullet of a shot. Uh, a setback for Scarlett for good no doubt about it. Line ball for... Great play by Lorraine Grady. She took the ball off the stick of, of Mary Lacey, who was winding up there to put another ball in. So one four to no score, just to clarify the scoreline. One goal and four for Owl of the Bella. Scarifog no yet to get on the scoreboard. But again, as we said, it's the ta- it's going to be a tail of two halves yeah. as an ace curtain goes over to take this line ball here. Uh, as we look across, we're in the main centre here. As we look up at the main hospital here in Clanmill and Corden. Oh, that's a good ball from Corden. Gets it in, blocked down by Susan Daly on this occasion. Gets out in front of Jacob, Ooh. but loses her footing, and Jacob is in. In Attila, and the ball comes to the centre forward. This is the hard work, and St- Shelley Cure, Shelley and Stacey, two s- sisters, and what service they have given to all of the Bella. I know one of them got married there before Christmas, and here uh, Susan Daly comes out, and Susan dives in Susan, and gets yeah. the challenge off the foul of off Lee and Nolan. I think, Leo, that pitch isn't as innocent as it looks from up here because Susan Daly uh, easily would pick that ball anytime, and let's say it got stuck in a rush and she kind of fell out over it and couldn't get a second chance at it. I think there's, there's, there's divots and holes in that field, Not understandably so, and uh, it's beginning to get he'll be a cut up already and we're only what 60 17 minutes into the first half but look uh, that's no that's no surprise at all with the conditions what we hope leo is that the conditions will continue for the next 45 50 minutes in this game so that the second half will be as tough or tougher because any softening of the wind here for scarf don't need no he might as well stick it out until half time hope to keep it as close to the one four to no score as possible i'll do another run here and the ball is with Aoife, Aoife done, but the ball beats her out over the line from the challenge of, of Susan Daly and Elva Rogers. Just to repeat, the scoreline is one goal and four uh, for Oulat the Bell. Oulat the Bell, Oulat the Bell, if you want to put it, Scarif Gunnar yet to score. Amy Barrett going back, taking this line ball. Amy had started very well, maybe gone out of the game in the last few minutes. But I tell you, such is the onslaught of players coming through. It's very hard to repel them all. And Leo, but before I say that, when we mentioned the name of the, of the club, uh, the, the great Martin Sorey was talking, came up to us there for a few minutes before the game for a award and uh, his daughter of course playing there centre back and uh, the great Martin former captain of Wexford in 96 in Lunder Island he said he wanted to know how to pronounce this Gunnar name properly because he says he's sick of Ullert being called Ullert so I think he was going with Ullert the better and we might as well stick with that if we, if we can think of it a ball out now with Lorraine Grady can she get the ball in as Murray Scanlon is inside on her own can we get Murray on a one and one, one but one, the ball yeah. is blocked by Mary Lacey comes out to Kyo comes out to Amy the Amy right Barrett woman. Amy Barrett oh she went with the hurley up there could have been pulled the ball goes in towards Murray and Mary O'Dowd O'Dowd is a sticky cornerback Brennan is the fullback this lady is an old style fullback she gets the ball out to Dowd Dowd is blocked out brilliantly by Moraid but Mary Lacey is in there heavy challenge there for Mary Lacey I'm not sure who's gone to ground looks like Lorraine Grady has gone to ground there but fighting for the ball 40 metres out from the out of the Bella goal we're over on the far side of the field right in front of the Scarifog under dugout to be a great one to come out is it Amy Barrett comes out indeed it's Elva Elva gets the ball across touching for Daly there's a chance here for Scarifog under to get a score the ball comes out to Ashton Corbett Ashton going in the chance wrong gone. direction though yeah. and she's robbed by Katie Roach oh Katie Roach gets the ball out to Leanne Nolan Leanne has trouble picking it up there for Owl of the Bella hits the ball down the corner looking for Una Lacey Una Lacey and Minogue Minogue does brilliantly but Una Lacey gets the ball in in towards Chenny Kyo Chenny Kyo is bearing down a shot from Kyo that's gone to the right hand side and gone right. wide but they're so dangerously the way they find each other Rachel, Rachel and Minogue did everything right but just they just tackled her hard they possessed her and um, 
was it uh, who, who was it was Gallagher it, it, it was uh, Jericho uh, Jericho right. that yeah. centre forward yeah, at, at the ball right and right so uh, it's possible to put a wide with that reasonable obviously but uh, the good news is time is passing 1-4 20 minutes and a half, 20 and a half minutes gone if, if you can get through the 10 minutes now without conceding too much as I keep saying but uh, you know without repeating the show, but that's the way the nature of things here conditions are tough very very tough and uh, I'm quite sure Scalafogun look can match 1-4 or 1-5 or 1-6 in that second half with that storm and Amy Barrett goes back towards Elva Elva gets the ball up but it only comes out to the cornerback the cornerback is Katie Roach she gets the ball up to Lacey oh here comes Shelly Kyo a shot from Kyo it's gone out Point. it's gone over the bar Shelly Kyo causing Scalafogun a serious problem in that centre forward position she there. is yeah she makes a lot of runs Leo and she's getting but what's more they're spotting her as well they're, 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 her, they're yeah. really good as a team Leo there's no question about that but uh, I think even the fact that such bright strong red jerseys makes them very very easy to go I often think jersey colour can be very important when you look at the car if you want to see a teammate the, the, the brighter the colour of the jersey the better chance you'll see them but um, I don't think that's the real reason for it but look it's just it's just a clutch, clutch straw we're hoping the scallop are going to look and just get into this game now if they could even get one score Leo in the last 10 minutes of this half would be brilliant but as I said to you it would not be surprising to get no score because to shoot from 30 yards here it probably won't make the distance and that's how bad it is it's 1-5 for all of the better no score yet for scallop are going no free great play by Linda Daly over there on the far side of the field took the free uh, Pushed in the back by Anais Cornyn as a free for uh, for uh, uh, Susan Vaughan, 65 metres from her own goal. It's a long way up to the first side. She's going to keep this tight to the sideline. Does it? Delivers up well. But it's going to be cut out by Lacey. Lacey is being pushed there by Ashton Carver. But the ball comes out to Amy. Amy Barrett. Amy Barrett. But it's Kyo ladies in there. And an ace cut. And here comes Stacey Kyo again. It's hard to mark this goal. She gets away from Bonnie Wiley Murphy. And Bonnie is on a care. Oh, late pull by Bonnie. Gets away with it. Yeah, but the ball. Rachel Minogue is carrying out from fullback. Susan Daly takes control of that situation. The fullback is coming out. She's foul. Good well done, by Susan. Uh, oh, great play by Susan Daly. Susan she doesn't Daly. like the tackle from Ursula. <laughs> and now Liz Dimsey is probably going to throw in the ball here because, oh no, she's not going to go because I thought Susan swung back, but quite entitled. I tell you, Ursula Jacob Ursula is giving, giving, Ursula is giving uh, a bit, a bit of analysis Ursula. there to Susan Daly. I think that she would in the Sunday game. She's giving a bit of advice. Ursula does a lot to say in the Sunday game. She's a lot to say here <laughs> in Clanmail also. She has also scored 1 3. So look at that's the important part at this stage. It's Susan Vaughan. Susan hits it out towards Bonnie Wiley. Well, but it comes out on his fellas Louise Sinnott mm. Louise Sinnott in goes Stacey Kyo inside the centre forward she's coming out there hits the ball across to the cornerback is Katie Roach Roach is brilliantly robbed but here comes Dunn Eve. oh and a high challenge there on Eva Dunn no free accruing on this from Liz has kept the whistle in the mouth and here's Kern who has it but it is Katie Roach Katie Roach but brilliant play by Barrett Barrett uh, go, oh, it comes out it's impossible and, and it's impossible and here comes Susan Vaughan coming across and, and also Oh, oh, Leanne Nolan, a high pull by Leanne Nolan there. Fahendor brilliantly at centre back. Out to Abby, Abby. Oh, Abby gets it out. Jennifer Daly. And here comes Jennifer Daly up along the sideline. She great ball up, up towards Carbert. It's caught inside by Kira Story. Story goes to ground there. Let's fly. And Jennifer Daly has it. Can she deliver the ball? Elva Rogers is inside in her own. Can she get a ball into Jennifer? Into Elva. No room, oh, Jennifer. And a roar from the owner of the Bella Crown. Yeah, she was surrounded by all the players there. She couldn't get away from them, and no fault to her. She's a roll, no room swing hurley. They tackled really hard, Leo. They're tackling in, in bunches, and uh, no fault, fault to anybody there. But again, you cannot get the ball to the free scallop of Gunlock there. It won't travel the distance, and that is a real problem. But look, time is passing. We're now at 24 minutes, 13 seconds. 
which for a Scarif Agunla point of view the sooner this half time whistle comes the better Kira Story hits the ball across Susan Ooh. Daly lets the ball across Bonnie Wiley Murphy goes back to Arrested Bonnie playing well at cornerback but the ball is Ooh. picked up by Kyo and centre forward here comes Kyo blocked down by Susan Vaughan Kyo is brilliantly gets the ball out to Amy Amy Barrett does well gets the ball across it's going to come for Jennifer Daly Jennifer Daly now going to be picked up by Eva Dunn that's a high challenge oh, foul there high, but Daly does brilliantly for Scarborough that's brilliant play from the young player comes out towards Lorraine Grady and Mary Lacey Lacey is robbed by Grady Grady does brilliantly the full back Brennan comes in comes out to the corner forward the corner forward is Louise Sinnott Lorraine Grady has thrown us up into it, Leon. She's playing a Trojan game with Lorraine Grady. The ball is out. Kendall and Louise, Liz calls a halt to proceedings, goes thrown in the ball here. And a, a, there's an Owl of the Bella player down. 25 minutes gone. 1 5 for Owl of the Bella. Scarafogonio yet to get, get in the scoreboard. Bet you said it before the game. It was an 8 or 9 point uh, spree. Well, to look at that's what you'll be thinking anyway, um, And we try, we try try to keep telling our listeners that, and anyone who wants to hear, that we, wins do not win games. It's the attitude of players and how they use it and how they play with it and how they play against it and how they play intelligent hurling. But there's no question about it. Scar- our lot of battle will have the same this problem as Scarlet in this second half. They will not be able to find the player 30, 40 yards away. They will not be able to get points from 40 or 50 metres out. So and does, look, it, does it change in the Scarlet for the team? And Lorraine Grady is gone off when she's been replaced by Daniel Biston. So a bit oh. of a surprise there, maybe. But No, she's very light and very, very, very. And maybe she was hurt there. Maybe she wasn't. I don't know. But I just thought she was throwing herself into tackles there. Absolutely without fear. And, like and, Ashton, win, and was winning the ball. Ashton Curry is also on for Ashton Corbett. So change changes in the Scarif Ogunlo forward line now maybe they're using the runner, get the runners on and maybe they're and Larry Lacey fouled out maybe the f- they're going to bring him back on again later Pat yeah I'll be very concerned about the freeze there with Ashton Corbett being needed especially in the second half she put him over from her own half back line if there's freeze I'm surprised but look we cannot fault management. They've got it all right so far for, since they took over and we'll for sure they're going to get it right again. But yeah. Ashton Corbett, there will be long Dead range ball. threes that could win this game for Scarlett in this second half. And let's hope maybe Smore will be taking them if Ashton doesn't come back on. Yeah, Rachel Minogue. Rachel Minogue was having a fin- tremendous game on the edge of the square at full-back for Scarlett She's been challenged there by Louise Sinners in Leanne Nolan. She gets the ball. Daly puts it up into the air. Body Wiley Murphy tries to get on it for Scarlett. Yeah. Oh, the ball has got in. And Orsley Jacob is fouled. I think it was a Susan Daly. Could have been Bonnie, Bonnie Wiley, who's Susan. walking away from Bonnie, the scene. Want to be careful, yeah. Bonnie is treading on thin ice. She walked away from the scene of the crime very, very quick there, which is the best thing to do. Bet you that cornerback yourself committed a crime never or two. To, never and, had to do it there, like that, no. And we've gone from the scene of it. But look, it's another chance uh, for uh, Orsula Jacob as this breeze is strengthening. Pat. It's strengthening. No, no, that. no, no. It is a storm. Storm. Didn't Frederick, I think it's an F, it's a male name. Didn't Didn't Fred or one of the more usual ones, but whatever storm it is, anyway. We'll be hoping the F is for favouring Scalafogullo in the second half to, to, to just get the scores to win it. I think 1 5 isn't bad. It could be 1 6 now, and we're heading for. Heading for 27, 27 and a half minutes. Yeah, the, the morning was a bad at home and clear that the dog Bobby even at home wouldn't, didn't even want to go out this morning. But look, it's a run being made by Shelly. It's a decoy. It's a decoy. There's no doubt. Ursula Jacob. What is she going to do with this one? She's taking her time using all her experience and she puts it high. And the line, the umpires aren't sure, but yes, the flag right. flag is gone up. There was no objection from Scarafagunlo. One goal and six now for Aulot Tabella. Scarafagunlo yet to score. Of just Hardy one, so- one five for Russell Jacob, I think, is it? So yeah, Hardy, so- Hardy Souls out Hardy there. The 
The Camogie women hardly sold, giving it all. We're in the dying stage of the first half. The ball comes to Anais. Here comes Anais Curtin. She's gone. Here's Anais Curtin bearing down a goal. Anais Curtin for Una de Bella. A shot. Oh, and a tremendous save. A tremendous save by Rachel Minogue. They put that ball over the bear. That was going to the top corner, Pat. Well, one, we, one seven for all at the better. Brilliant save to get out of the way. But Leo, we thought maybe all at the better were a slow, strong team with no great speed. I tell you one thing, an ace corner can move because Leisha Donald was flying afterwards and couldn't close her down. Although she did put pressure on her, and uh, maybe that maybe prevented prevented her getting the shot lower for the goal. But uh, in fairness, just going under the crossbar and a great flick over the bear by Rachel Lee. Yeah, Louis, uh, an ace corner who is the WIT student. The ball is out here in the middle. It comes out. A corner is on it again for. Uh, they need to get to half time, Leo. Uh, now, I think. Exactly, yeah. it's now danger time here. Uh, here and the ball is out in the right in the middle of the field. Who's going to get it? Can Scarif or Gunnlewin? It does. It's Elva Rogers. Elva, who's wearing number eight, but the ball comes to Biston. Biston, Biston will definitely run, and she's but she's blocked down by Stacey Kyo. Elva gets on it again for Scarif or Gunnlewin. And here comes Shelly. Shelly, Shelly Kyo, but she's been surrounded by Scarif or Gunnlewin players. You can't fall the effort of the women of Scarif or Gunnlewin. Eva Dunn and Katie Rose trying to get the ball there for Ola uh, Debella. Amy Barry trying to get up for Scarif. It, we're right in Lorna Parker here. We're in the dying moment. 29 minutes gone here. And the ball comes out to Stacey Kyo. And he comes, she gives it to Shelly Kyo. Shelly Kyo, the midfielder, comes out to stick of Stacey Kyo. It's a line ball for Ola de Bella. Are these the, less, in, the dying moments here no. in in uh, Clanmel. Oh, yeah. We're here in the home of Clanmel Commercials, uh, GA and St Mary's uh, Hurling Club here, Clanmel Commercials, who won uh, the Munster Club Football Championship only a number of years ago, home of the famous Michael Quinlevin. And the ball going to be taken, this line ball, she cut it to this one very good, she cut this one well, is an ace. But the ball comes into Susan. Susan and Jacob, they're having a tremendous battle. It's the, battle yeah. it's the young and, and, and the experience. We're in the dying moments here. And can Scarafagundo spare with Yeah, the ball cuts out. It cuts out towards uh, Leanne Louise Sinnott. Louise Sinnott, but it comes. Susan Daly gets the ball in towards the middle, but it's going to be picked up by Eva Dunn. Conditions for pitch now getting very heavy. Jennifer Daly going in the wrong direction, but she's picked up. Oh, a, a high challenge there, but it comes to Jacob. Jacob gets the ball out to Sinnott. Danger. In here, and here comes Stacey Kyo. Stacey Kyo. Oh, great, well done, play by, great play by Susan Vaughan. In great fairness defending. to Vaughan, she has been outstanding at the heart of the defence, but Ooh. the ball is knocked out. Liz Dimsey, we're all looking at is she going to blow it? And here comes Abby Watch. Abby goes to ground. She was, I thought maybe first, but the ball is with Leanne Nolan. But they're like, they're bringing it in. The freeze it right up for Scalfogel. She's not giving the pushes in the back now as much as she was. Jennifer Daly cutting across her own side field to Fahan. Fahan has been brilliant at the heart of the Scalfogel on the fence. Out to Scanlon. And the ball comes off the stick of the cornerback, Miria Dowd. Out of the bell of 1 7. Scalfogel uh, yet to score, Pat. 31 your, minutes gone, That's your, the good news. Your thoughts, Pat, as we approach the, fi- the whistle for the end of the game. Well, then. my thoughts are the Scalfogel simply do not, must not concede another score before half time. Now we're a minute into injury time. There was very little of it. There was a couple of changes made already. She'll probably play two minutes. There's 31 and a half gone as we speak. Uh, just not to concede another one. One seven is, is bring bringable back or bring backable, whichever way you want to put it. Uh, it's, doable, it's, doable, it's doable. Yeah, it is doable. We know Scarlett will be launching ball in. The only thing is we must make sure that they, they use the ball intelligently and give it to the best player when they have it in the second half as they will. Now there's one more chance for Scarlett uh, Ullert, or Ullert, I should say. They're attacking him on the right wing. Getting out of Shelly Kyo. Shelly Kyo, but Abby Walsh done brilliantly to win the free there. 
because that was a dangerous situation as you said Pat they don't want any more scores conceded no. here in this, the, this in should nearly do it Leo yeah I think I think Liz Three isn't out. moving too far up the field away from uh, the Susan if she's moving back a bit as Susan Vaughan comes to take this free 35 metres out from a goal Vaughan has had a Trojan first half here at the heart of the, the Scarif Ogunlo defence and we'll see what she's going I've been trying to, to hit for Rosen towards the line ball up here like a rugby style and fine touch around the middle of the field maybe she strikes as well and play. you can see the straight to the breeze Alison McGee goes up there and there is the whistle Thanks the red oak at the blow <laughs> the end of the first half and at half time the scoreline here in this All-Ireland Senior Club semi-final is Ola de Bella, one goal and seven. The Colini are Scarafagunla, yet to score, but that doesn't tell the tale of what has been a pulsating first half, Pat McNamara. No, it doesn't tell the tale at all. If you hear that, uh, without knowing anything about conditions, you'd say one seven to no score. The Scarafagunla haven't performed at all, and the Owlers are brilliant, and that uh, there's no hope for them. But that's not that you know that doesn't tell the story as you said, Leo, because uh, the storm is playing. The, for, for, it was unusual for a, a, a win to be straight down the field, uh, favouring a team absolutely perfectly without blowing at some angle but it is straight down the field Ola de Bella have had it uh, they have sent in some great balls to the forwards anyone in possession has actually passed the ball to a player on the run and uh, the player on the run has been able to score usually Ursula Ursula or Shelley Shelley or Jake or Shelley uh, or one of those but uh back to you now but anyway look at it's definitely bringable back there's no question about it with the storm it'll be a new game second half Aulotabella won't score much in the second half we think unless maybe an old silly goal I think Scarlett are capable of getting the 10 points or the 1-7 or the 1-8 win it yeah and we're now joined here uh, by the captain of the Scarif intermediate team that won the championship two years ago captain of the senior team last year who were very unlucky not to make the quarter final uh, his sister is the giant captain and was captain when Scarif Gunla won the Munster championship two years ago he's Michael Scanlon welcome once again to Scarif Air Community Radio Michael your thoughts on the pulsating first half yeah the, the conditions are awful like, and you can't really stress how bad they are um, it's like an awful wind it's really the ball is really holding up um, I think 10 points isn't a bad um, a bad outcome now at half time. I think Scarif can really go on and, and, and win the game. I think they'll go in there fairly positive. Um, I, I think it kind of reminds you reminds me a bit of that day down in Broad for the the county final where they were against the breeze in the second half and they really had to push on and they, re- they everyone shoved up. They didn't let uh, True up get the ball out. That's kind of what's bringing to mind here. The same kind of game plan again in the second half. Yeah, should give him a good chance. And indeed, you know, there, there was, you could see from the strength of the breeze, Ashton Carver took a free there, uh, 45 metres out, and it barely reached. You know, she'd normally be striking him, did him, did. That's just the strength of the breeze. But looking at the, the body language of the players going in, Scarifo Gunnar seemed quite happy. They pounced off the field, they ran off the field very, very fast. There was a, a, a nidginess or a slowness of Ola de Bellin. Maybe other senses, maybe they have their job done. But I still think as there's confidence. And as Pat said in the comments, as you said, it's doable, Michael. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. I was thinking before the game 12 points maybe wouldn't be uh, that bad of a deficit going in to the second half they've, they've um, 10 points in it now I think they should be hugely positive um, I'd, I'd expect them to really close the gap um, it, it'll be a tight one for a finish anyway that's for sure yeah it is going to be tight when I actually predicted to men yesterday I said 1-7 is going to go a long way to the win and it's going to be very close to, to win in this game I, I hope it's going to need more than 1-7 uh, to win it now at, at this stage but Michael do you see Scarlett I know they have a couple of substitutions made there uh, towards the end of the first half you know Eva Power is back on the bench and, and looks like she's ready for action today could be a significant sub in the later stages oh it could be yeah, yeah. Um, there was nothing really the forwards could do in the first half very very little ball Coming, coming up their way, and um, the keeper there as well. The goalie, like the the puck outs were were hardly hitting the 45, and he, they were the wind was nearly taking him backwards. 
that's how bad it was. So this half the forwards, you'll, you'd expect them to really come into the game. Um, Maria, I'm sure, will play in close enough to the goals now as well as um, Rogers. Um, so uh, uh, there'll be a few goals in it yet, I'd say, and, and hopefully they'll go on and do it. Michael, are we going to be looking forward to an All Ireland final in 45 minutes' time? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, good man. Two or three that, points. That's what we want. That's the confidence from the, um, um, Michael Scanlon, whose sister Maureen is going to be pivotal here in the second half here of this All Ireland Club semi final, as she's always very rarely fails to deliver on, on any given day. There's no doubt about that. As we take a break here from um, Clanmel Commercials Day Club at half time in this All Ireland Club semi final, it's Ola de Bella, one goal and seven. Scarafa Gunlow yet to score, and we go back and we take our, uh, some music from the studio. And you're very welcome back here to Clanmel uh, uh, Commercials Day Club, St Mary's Day Club, here for the second half of this All Ireland Senior Club uh, semi final between Scarafog and Clare and Ola Tabella of Wexford. At half time, as you know, the scoreline is Ola Tabella, one goal and seven. Scarafog yet to get in the board, but I tell you one thing, Scarafog and Lord come playing with the aid of a very, very significant breeze here in the second half and changes on the Scarab team in the second <coughs> half. Susan Bohan now, Ilorna Parker, Amy, B- Amy Barrett has gone centre forward. It's all out of tech at this stage. Uh, Ashton Curry gone back into the half back line with Abby Walsh and Alison McGee, a completely new half back line from what played in the Monster final. And I see Stacey, Shady Kyo is gone in centre for, in full forward. I tell you, they're going, they're isolating. And the second half is on forward, here yeah. and the ball is hit Barrett and Cast Galafogunlo get a quick score here. The ball is down between Edmund Rogers and Katie Roach. Daniel Beston trying to get the ball there. Daniel, she robs the full back. Elva, Elva going to ground. The ball is here. You expect lots of rocks. Daniel Beston here. We're 20 metres out from the Ola de Bella goal. The ball, this ball, as we said, this broadcast brought your sources, Derek Credit Union, and our outside broadcast brother by Michael on construction. And a rest pull there by Kira Story. That Ola de Bella sent the back. And Maria Scanlon with a chance. Can she get a nearly score? As Scarafo Gunner try to eat into this 10 point lead of Ola de Bella. Maria, yes, taking the time. This difficult one, Leo, right a, on the right hand side, 20 metres out, but it's, it's a long way out from the, from the goal, and it's obviously that breeze will be driving it towards the goal, so she might be aiming for the left post here and hope to turn it in as we are scarf play, left, scarf good playing left to right as we look at it. And here comes, as you can see, the goals are even shaking, such is the strength of the breeze. Here comes Maraid, an important free. Maraid, Maraid, that's at the end of the ball. Can we get a goal out of this one? The ball goes in. Then Daniel Bester trying to get for Scarif and the ball is here. Who's in there? It's the fullback. The fullback is Aideen Brennan. Aideen Brennan. Out comes Q. She's robbed by Alva Rogers. Alva Rogers came in. She gets a great ball into Amy Barrett. Amy Barrett comes out to Maureen. I tell you, it's all hands on deck here. It's too bunched, the layout. It's very, very bunched. Yeah. Careful, good look at you. Nisha Hinchy O'Donnell is in there. The ball. So here in this in this early stage of the second half, just eight, eight minutes, minutes gone, gone, and we haven't got we haven't uh, uh, attacked the scoreboard as of yet, playing with the, with a very very stiff breeze. But all of the Bella have to give them credit, you know. And when they're breaking, Pat, they're breaking at pace. They're breaking at pace. <laughs> that Gallagher girl uh, showed a, a, a clean pair of heels there. Uh, in its corner is very fast as well. But look at the laces and the coats; they're all moving well. Like so, I mean, uh, you know. Uh, age is only a number and uh, I suppose experience and, and, and know-how and ability so Scarlett know they could do without injury time to one of their own players I think it's, it's uh, Bonnie Wiley Bonnie Murphy, Wiley Murphy you know, and, at the and, moment and they're, uh, already, they're already after taking off Ellison McGee so maybe they just need to be some momentum yeah is Ellison going to have to come back in and Bonnie Wiley Murphy is playing well she's had leg now heavily strapped up and I see Amy Barrett going back is she going back into the backs you know in the 
game as, as all that are running at him here in this. And Leo, I was concerned there, you know, at halftime, and I, I thought it was either a great sign of confidence. They came out after about seven minutes at halftime, right? But they were standing in the freezing cold, I'd say, for three to four minutes before Ullert came out. I just thought myself, it was just a little failure of management. Keep them inside. It was absolutely freezing there. And you just wonder, did they get just a bit of cold into their bodies and finding it hard to loosen themselves out? I'm not sure that might have nothing to do with it, but I just thought they should have waited inside on a day like today and come out when Ullert came out and not before it. And the ball is with Ashley Curry. She's fouled by Ursula Jacob. And I don't know, Jacob doesn't stand in ceremony at all. Rachel Minogue missed it quick. Oh, Rachel, you know, I'm not too sure she hit it a bit quick out of her hand. It wasn't it wasn't the player that was fouled, so I think it is. Maybe I'm, I'm, Throwing, I, maybe I'm, I'm not mistaken, but I think it's the player that is fouled, has to take the free. And, and Rachel, <laughs> I know she's trying to drive things on a bit, but, uh, you know, a bit of over-exuberance. Yeah, over-exuberance, yeah, you know. Ashley Carver, the should nearly been brought back for it in one sense, but uh, now Ashley is above in the full on the edge of the square, so maybe bringing her back 100 metres wasn't sensible. But anyway, look at the silver chance to come out with now with the ball. Is Ashley Carver trying to get it out? It's Amy Barrett. This lady will come over it. There's Fair no doubt about Amy. that. Barrett does well, gets the ball down along the wing. Towards that great touch from Beston in difficult conditions, but he's picked up by Kyo. What a shot! Shenny Kyo, the player of the match. Serious out. Out to Ashley Curry. Curry gets the ball across, goes out towards the first sideline. But it's picked up by Katie uh, uh, Gallagher. Katie Gallagher with a Katie in the backs and with a Katie in the forwards, and both are doing well. The ball breaks out here. Oh, and it's in the come The WIT Jones. She's here comes the ball into the end here. She gets the ball out to Ursula Jacob, and Ursula goes down on it, and Ursula isn't going to be moved. You'd want William O'Brien Plantile to move her at this stage out there, and the ball she goes to ground. There's no doubt about that. And a throw, a throw in did there. Did she get free in the first half against Susan for being on the ball? On, like in the ball. I think she did, but she's not seeing a free here, is she? No, it's a throw in, I'd say again. This is really not Susan's girl. They can't get momentum, but they're hitting the aimless ball. Now they have the breeze. They're just going to start finding blue jerseys and trying to start it, you know, giving, giving the ball that favours the attacker. It's just not happening for them at the moment. And the ball is there. It's Bonnie Wiley Muffin here they go again the ball is in the air oh Lacey is inside again a shot a goal Mary go Una goals Lacey puts it all over in the back of the net for Una to um, Bella Pat the flick to Una Lacey I'm not sure someone flicked the ball off the ground which was a brilliant piece of work to see her alone and she buried it again she was alone That's you know, it's hard to know how they're finding that much space, but they are. Look at we're down to the strength of of Ulatabella and not any weakness of Scarlet Fulham. They're just fighting each other brilliantly, Leo. They're a real, real team. This team, and uh, we've had one goal in the second half. Now they've got two, and the ball comes out to Joe. And I tell you, it's getting. It's Dem. Oh, and Buddy Wiley Buddy Murphy, who's on a car to be, but in fairness, she's playing well. The ball out to Amy Barrett. Amy coming for Scarlett Fulham, and here comes Ashley Curry. Curry has played well since she came into the defence. And the ball, and the full-back goes up there, Brennan, as she goes from the sideline. 3-7 yeah. for Olert. Scarif O'Gunner yet to score. We're gone 12 minutes here in this second half. Leisha O'Donnell hits you with the line ball. Score, she gets the ball in towards Abby Walsh. Abby Walsh, Linda Daly goes to ground. And he is caught. But here's Abby Walsh. Abby, she's blocked down. There's no space. None space whatsoever. The line ball comes after Stika Shady Kyo. But Pat, looking at Shady Kyo, what about that overhead strike? Oh, unbelievably, or just to find, the f- uh, unbelievable. And just tell you, they're, 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 they're a serious outfit with a lot of brilliant individuals. But Leo, you think the wind isn't a factor at all now the way all of the men are playing this game so cleverly? Scarfullo can't get space, they can't get, they can't give distance in the shots, and now a hand pass has gone astray there from. Uh, the ball from Leisha down the hinge, she was intercepted by Ines Cobb. Susan Fahad, Fahad. 
Coward balls over it. Great ball across towards Elva Rogers. Elva Rogers, but who's there right in the foot? Here comes, it's Muriel down to Daniel Biston. Daniel is fouled. The free in for Scandal for No, and a chance, chance to get at the first score. A chance to get at the score on the board and the captain, Maureen Scanlon. As then, indeed, she leaves it to Ashley Corbett, who came back in there at this, just at the, a few minutes into the second half. We're gone 13 minutes here. Psychologically, Leo, it's vital to get a score now. We're going to interfere with her. Have to get their name on the board, as Pat said, psychologically, uh, you know, to give them a bit of belief and a bit of hope here in Clanmel. It's older three goals and seven. Scarafa Gunlo, Ashton Corbett, they're on the board. Scarafa Gunlo, one point. Uh, Small steps, guys. Small, Very small Leo, step. Small steps. It's a long way to go in the game. You know, all they need, but they do need, they will need at least, I'd say they'll need two green flags in this game to have any real chance at all. It's very hard to get points. Olaf de Bella are fighting for absolutely everything, using their experience. Scarlett Fogunlo aren't using the ball particularly well with the breeze. They just, and the problem is, Leo, they haven't got enough physical strength. A lot of light girls out there trying their hardest, but, you know, some of them are really light on their feet and uh, not able to have that power that you need today in sticky conditions to burst through tackles and create space. Pat, you can't, one thing is, you can't fall the effort. The effort is all, The ball is in Ace Curran. And here's Curran. She gets the ball across. There's an overlap again. And here they come. It comes out to the corner forward. It's Louise Sinnott. Louise Sinnott. Go hard on the ball. Oh. After stick and Louise Sinnott. Oh, not the ball at 3 8. Scarif of Gunlock. Cooley in the wall. Cooley in the wall. We also thought she couldn't get a score from 35 yards. She popped that over the bar there against the Storm. And the Storm is every bit as strong. So, But the only thing is, Leo. She had all the 80 hit it, there was no one within 10 yards of her, so she could take a full swing, swing at it. Scarafugula, see, there's so many changes made now in positions, in the positions of Scarafugula, Leo, in it, in an effort to pull it out of the fire. I think nobody knows where they're playing really in defence and they're getting caught out there. And I, I think I made the point that the Scarafugula half-back line that was lined out in the most of the fight, there was none of them in the half That's an ace come. She's playing very well. Oh, what a touch from Jacob. But better touch from Rachel Minogue as she comes out. Minogue does well. Gets the ball out to Amy Barrett. Amy Barrett is challenged by Stacey Kyo. I tell you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get time get time to even put the milk in the tea here no, with these ladies. No time at all. There's no time to think even. Uh, but great bit of work there by Rachel Minogue. But uh, Amy takes the sideline now. Can we, can we get an opening here? The ball is now down with Susan Vaughan. Susan Vaughan now there. up in the attack. And that ball, and it's, it, the line, lineswoman is given the, the line ball to the all of the Bella ladies, I think. And Susan Vaughan picked up a, a little leg injury there. And that one, that's one player you do not want to go down injured is Susan Vaughan. A line ball, 45 metres out from the all of the Bella goal. I think it was an ace corner with a bit of a flick there, Susan. I think it was. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, either way, it doesn't matter anyway. An ace corner. What a sideline woman. This is, she's the king of the sideline. The ball, Barrett does well. Moraine, it's Kenlan. Here comes Moraine. Moraine being challenged <gasps> by Eva Dunn and Kira Story. Moraine was clearly pushing the back there. But the ball, we're right 60 metres out from the Ulam de Bella goal, right in the middle. Jennifer Daly using her soccer skills. The ball, Fahan goes to ground. She's gone down. It's three goals and eight point one in this broadcast brought your source with Derek Credit Union and our outside broadcast sponsor by Michael Long Construction. We're gone halfway. We're, in, 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 we're in the fourth and final quarter here of the All Ireland Three Final. Scanlon digging deep, or Louise Hinchy O'Donnell digging deep. One thing, you cannot fault the effort of these Scarafog up there. They're just giving it everything. Just enter up again the farm. And here's Fahan. Fahan has been outstanding. And gets the ball to Linda Daly. But who's there on the end of the And the ace Oh, and a high pull there by Linda Daly on the ace cut. Oh, and the ball goes up again. And here comes the end, Nolan. The end, Nolan. And there's a player in the middle. There is. But, oh, oh, Orsula Jacob. Does the ball get hit her? Orsula Jacob gets the ball across. Oh, to, 
and here comes the Katie Gallagher. Katie Gallagher, a shot from Katie Gallagher. It's gone to the left. It's gone over the bear from Katie Gallagher. Three goals and nine for Odor to Bella. Scarifold goal of one point, Rachel Daly with the Pokemon. Quick puck out towards Amy Barrett. Amy Barrett and Murray Scanlon. The ball, Amy gets the ball in towards ground. But Stacey Close switches that ball across. This lady is a real workhorse, Casey Gallagher, at wing forward, Pat McNamara. She goes up and She's down that field. She's you recovered know. an awful lot of ground today and she runs with fierce purpose, Leo. And again, everyone running sees the hand pass and they give it and the hand pass goes exactly to the hand of the, of the, of the colleague and that's what's helping them get their scores. They've got two points against the breeze, Scarifogun, who couldn't get a point. But the problem is Scarifogun, you know, have nearly every player is out of position, Leo, and I think that's a problem. The whole team has been switched so much is that it's just and, and, and it's not to blame anybody no. it's just they're trying to pull the game out of the fire but nobody is now sure of the role balls are going astray nobody knows who's with them or who's around them or who's, uh, and, and I think some of the defenders there Leo are not used to defending and marking tightly because they're given so much space to like Versailles Jacob and Cherry Kyo you can't do that and a free push in the back there by Bonnie Wiley Murphy there on that occasion but Pat we are looking at one of the best club teams ever to we play the game of Camogie. Well, no, I haven't seen them close up before, Leo, but I've seen enough now to see this. You know, if they can play this superb Camogie against this storm and rain in the second half of this game, against a team we know that are as committed and as tough and as skillful as Carrefour Law, then they must be a really, really great team in there. Yeah, and I think there's another substitute. Is it Roisin Collins? Looks like he's coming into the... Into the, and his Jennifer Daly is going off. Uh, is Cleana Mac who was in for uh, uh, for Scarlet for Gundo? Cleana Mac, you know, a lady who made many might have thought might have started here today. That ball is down, and the ball throws the ball and goes up. Well. Block, the block, get the ball down. Jacob, Jacob, oh, Jacob, pull. let's play. She won't be fouled standing on ceremony. There's no doubt about that. Beston, here comes Beston, a young player, ready to make her mark for Scarlet for Gundo. Goes through, and Beston. Is robbed there in the middle of the field by Linda Daly gets it. She's robbed by Una Daisy. Una now out to do her shift out the field after her couple of goals. Everyone's trying to get her for Scarafogunlo. The ball, we're this going and it's kicked on by this lady, Shelly Kyopat. What a, what a warrior. Uh, they're all good players, Leo. I think there's no weak link on that team that I can see. Every one of them can con- fight for a ball, they can control it, they can strike it. But above all, you know, they're in charge of that ball when it's in their area, and that's simple as that, and they know what to do with it. And the ball comes out to Orsley Jacob. Orsley Jacob, go hard and best on. 3 10 for Olaf the Banner. They're too good, Leo. They're too good. You just have to hold your hand up and say you're playing a top class team. Absolutely. Into the, into the most. You know, horrible developments they're playing, hurling like some were hurling and better than I've seen in many, on many occasions by, by teams with better, with better um, reputations. A free given away there by Cleana Mac on that occasion. She fouled uh, an ace corner, and an ace corner has really blossomed into a midfielder of, of supreme quality. It was brilliant in the All Ireland Club final against Celtics down in Northern Park. You know, very good in the Leinster final this year against Dixborough and really having a tremendous performance here in Lorna Park again today. And the free, Ursula Jacob. Ursula well out from the square and the runner. The minds are Scarifogunla have switched off that ball out to Enes Corn. Enes Corn. A shot. Go hard address now from Enes Corn. 3-11 from out of the Bella. Scarifogunla Cooley in the one pass. Uh, Leo, the scoring rate against the breeze for them is outstanding. And I think the heart is going out of Scarifogunla a little bit now. But the biggest issue, Leo, for Scarafagunlo is in possession. They just haven't got the physicality to, you know, to burst through tackles, uh, you know, power people out of their way and make space to hit any telling ball. They're hitting any old place at all now, and uh, it's just not working for them. Um, so look at Luisa Leach, they're doing their very best to get away and get some free, but um, 
Scott Fuglin are just that all their patterns of play are gone uh, awry, Leo. Um, players don't know, I think, don't know who's marking who even in the back because, the, Shelley, as I said, uh, in Ace Corn and Shelley Kyo and, and Una Lacey and have Ursula Jacob Albers are getting so much space to hit the ball uh, and, and to take passes and the passes are lobbing for ages. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an open struggle, I'm afraid. But look, let's hope they can get a few scores just to give the supporters something to shout about and just to give them a little bit of respectability on the scoreboard. Long free from Ashling. And Ashling Cobbard drops that ball in around the 21. Susan Vahan has got up. What a difference she made when she went up in the forwards. The ball comes to Murray. It's Kenneth. Murray trying to get the ball first. Cara for Gundlach. Can we manufacture a green flag and even bring some since a purpose to the day? Or not, some, with, not, some, not with 16 players around the no, ball. No, and they go back and, and they just crowd it out again. They're... I see Stacey Kyo even shoving out Tevin telling the corner forward to move out or Louise Sinner to move up the field a bit but we haven't even had a shot on goal on the goalkeeper Lawrence Sinner such is the superiority here of Oulot Bella here in the second half 21 minutes gone 9 minutes to go does it a couple of substitutes as Oulot Bella and Colin Sunderland the men who has tre- done tremendous work with this Oulot Bella team uh, re-energised this, uh, this bunch of players and he's taken off Una Lacey Una Goals has gone off and and also Leah Nolan. So, yeah, Leah Nolan started the game, yeah, yeah. And the ball is out to Stacey Keogh, Lorna Parker. Gets the ball, Rachel Minogue is going to go up, get out for this ball. Rachel Minogue, Esco Scala for Gunlow, gets the ball. Minogue has played well in fairness, though. gets that ball down towards Amy Barrett, towards Elva Rogers. Elva, Elva, finding her to pick it up, but just get it up. But Great. she comes in, she's fouled by the cornerback, as tight marking Katie Roach. There was a fellow who used to play cornerback for Wixford from Udo de Belli years ago, Paul Roach. He was a tough cornerback, I tell you. Yeah. This lady, I'm not sure if this lady's any relation, but I tell you, she's equally as good a cornerback as that man was at the Hurland. And a lot of free for Ashton Cobb. It's three goals and 11 to one point for Scala for Gunlock. Can Ashton get another score on the board here for Ashton Cobb? What a championship, club championship we had through Clare and through Munster here. Ashton drives it. Is it a score? Yes, Indeed. I'd say. No, it's gone out to the, the left. Goal. Unfortunately, I thought the wind and the wind has died here. Down, no doubt about it here in Clanmel Commercials. As has and Clanmel or Ola Tabella bringing on another sub. Uh, the manager, uh, Pat, for Ola Tabella is now concentrating his affairs on after, to, after today and mm. giving subs around, but he's gone on to the Hurland team after this as a selector. Um, a tremendous player in his time as well. So, as Lauren's in it, Lauren and those bodies, you know, they all seem to have space, Pat. And here the ball comes out to Dunn. It's unbelievable the space uh, they're getting, though. Out to, yeah. And here comes Gallagher, off she goes again. And Susan Vaughan takes, takes down that challenge. Get the ball back to Story. Story gets the ball away. Out as, you know, they're showing all their skills at the game. And Vaughan does well. Leisha Donald now gone back into the backs. First Gallagher going to a line ball. And every ball. When you're down, you're down, and the ball goes off to Sticky Susan out over the line for a line ball for uh, for uh, Ola Tabella. Yeah, I think the stuff has been knocked out of Scala for Gundo Leo. 3 11 to 1, to one point with uh, 20, just only 20, 24 minutes just gone in the second half. You know, what we thought at half time certainly has just not come to pass in any shape or form. Ola Tabella have shown us what class they have. They're an extremely physical side, Leo, and I don't mean that in any negative way. In, you know, they're able to take belts, they're able to take uh, shoulders and tackles, they're able to take rooks, and uh, Scala for have won one there, thankfully, but. Uh, I think it was in the daily but um, overall they're just way more physical but it's their ability on the ball that's telling to find space find each other and they seem to be able to ghost into space without even being noticed it's amazing how, how well they're playing in fairness and a free in Linda Daly does well there but I think <coughs> once again even in the dying moments they're not going to let in the player uh, too easy you know on a free for Ashley Carberty they just 
nullified at its source and they're, they're not afraid to give away the freeze either Pat. No, well I mean the thing is it doesn't matter at this stage what they do now I mean the, the game is won the 3-11 to 1 point there's no bringing back I don't care if Stelfond looking get four goals in a row it, it's just not going to be even close enough to clear enough to do it Acting has popped it over yeah and uh, you'd just love to see maybe Scarifungle in the few minutes that left us in trim if they may get an all goal and throw over a couple of points and just make it a kind of a normal scoreline of 3-11 to 1-5 or something but you know the way things are going I think out of the better the girls who come on are probably fighting for the place now Leo and they're going to be full of running so um, they're not they're not going to be uh, they're not going to be any 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 uh, any way uh, weaken the team too much by coming in at this stage of the game when they're when they're well on top. No, and indeed, and 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 Siobhan Sinnott, Sinnott, and you know she's not going to weaken the team as on well as a sub. And what a fuck off from Lauren out to Mary Lacey. Mary Lacey gets the ball in, and here they go again, and the teamwork out to Siobhan Sinnott. This, who was named her? Oh, the runner is there. That's Stacey Kyo. Stacey Kyo gets the ball in, in towards Laura Sinnott. Laura Sinnott and for Ulrich de Bella going through. Here's La. Oh, she gets the ball across to Jacob. Jacob, a shot from Ursula Jacob. Great block down by Susan Daly. In fairness to Susan, given the fight, going to the But she's blocked down there. And here comes Susan Daly coming out for Scarafagunlo. Susan finding the half to get the ball out. Gets the ball out to Amy. Amy Barrett for Scarafagunlo. Gets the ball up. Up towards Ashton Carver. Ashton Carver, but it's Kira Story. Her dead Martin is down here in front of us. Out to John. How many times has John and Story been synonymous with Wexford hurling and their daughters are doing it for the Camogie? Have done it and are doing it here again today in Clanmill. And the ball out. Linda Daly in the middle of the field. Stacey Sinnott there in the middle of the field for Ulla Tabella. Amy trying to get her up for Scarafagunla, but it's, it's Inez Curtin who's there. Daniel Beston trying to get her up. Ursula Jacob is out around the middle, lighting with intent. Ashton Curry. Curry in fairness has played well. She's going to fight into a jab. Yeah, she has played well. Gets the ball out to Vaughan. Quick ball from Vaughan towards Ashton Carbon. Ashton Carbon and Kira Story. Story going back to Ashton Carbon. Free out against her. Yeah. <laughs> Ashton has a look. Kira Story wasn't going to. Be moving out clear on that ball, Leo, but Carbert went to ground. Leo, but at half time, could we say, could we ever believe that Aulot de Bella would score equally as much in the second half and there's only 27 or 8 minutes gone as they would in the first half against that storm? It was impossible. They've scored 2 4 in the second half, against just 10 seven. points. Against 1 against seven, one seven in the first half, and they're not finished yet. They've a free out here from their own half back line. Whether they score again or not, it doesn't matter to them, but I could not see that coming, and I don't know, could anyone else hear the lads we were talking about at half time? Could only see Scarfogel come back into it and hopefully grabbing grabbing the winning score near the end. But uh, you know, it's been a lesson and a harsh lesson. But you know, something you learn. Sometimes you learn harsh lessons and 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 it stands you again in the future. And maybe hopefully that's the way it will be. And indeed, Scarfogel and Pat, who weren't even expected to win the Clare Championship, yeah. have done quite well in their year. It's not a it's not a year. You know, we have to. Uh, congratulate them on their monster successes Leisha Hinchy O'Donnell this is a lady for the future with tremendous fight she gets, tries to get the ball in towards Amy Barrett and the ball what this Kennedy did our full, this full back Brennan lady I tell you one thing there was a fellow used to play for Tipperary before further Peter Brennan at full back I tell you he's the passion this lady and the ball comes out to an ace Corton a lovely ball from Corton out to, out to Jacob Jacob I tell you, she might be in, in her later years in Camogie but I tell you one thing, there's a spring in the step today. <laughs> I tell you one thing, the ladies, Irish ladies rugby team could do with bringing someone like her in. I tell you, she's not. She's I thought well, Rachel, Rachel well. Rowe looked like she was trying to shear a sheep there, but I thought Liz was going to pull it. But in fairness, the sheep didn't get the free anyway in terms of Willa Lacey, so the sheep shearer got away with it. She's well able to pull him to ground, doesn't know that way. And here comes, and the ball, oh, here comes Stacey Kyo. Stacey Kyo going through. Stacey Kyo for Una de Bella. A shot from Stacey Stacey Kyo going to be blocked in. Rachel Daly blocks it out. Rachel Daly. Oh, and it's a corner for But Susan Daly is inside to help out her sister. But she's blocked down. Ball comes out to Bonnie Wiley Murphy. Bonnie Wiley Murphy. Free out two bodies go to ground and this Dimsey called the halt. 
But in fairness to Rachel, the hands must be freezing well, above I the goal. I would blame him not going to catch that ball. He's just standing there for you know the wait of an hour now in, in freezing conditions and to try, try to catch a ball under the crossbar was way too risky. Uh, your hands must be absolutely freezing. So uh, she did the right thing to block it out. But at this stage, it's immaterial, really. 3-11 to one point. 3-11 to... Is it one point? One point, Still yeah. At 28, one almost minute, one minute. minutes. So a minute to go. Plus probably probably three of injuries between making the changes and a couple of injuries and this injury now so uh, we just hope Scarlett Fungal would got a few scores uh, to make it the score one it, it is a bit uh, you know a bit hard to face home with having just scored a point in an All-Ireland semi-final and we know how hard they've tried and we know how hurt they will be themselves regardless of supporters and the rest of us it's just uh, very hard on the girls who put so much into this year but look they can hold their heads high and how they come through Clare and through, come through Munster and uh, this was just a step too far against what we now looks like a really super team and uh, we'll be looking forward to watching these in the All-Ireland finally and seeking the can reproduce some of this form because if they can even the likes of Sarsfields or Shock Neils have to see them stopping them but again again every game is different so we don't know and that ball comes out to Aoife Dunn <coughs> the wing back Dunn does a lovely ball up the line towards Rachel Minogue in fairness out to Linda Daly Linda Daly does a sub on for Scarafo Gunlo and it is uh, Roisin Collins another one for the future Roisin Collins in that ball goes in over the top towards Moraid can Moraid can we get a score to finish here Moraid coming through for Scarafo Gunlo she's going to be t- she's been hounded by all of the better players but Scanlon does well what a player and captain this lady has been for Scarafo Gunlo gets the ball out but it comes to Daniel Beston and who comes there Brilliant. oh that full back Aideen Brennan and a free for <laughs> your favourite player Leo oh, I don't know she's a a serious one. Uh, she's a serious fullback, mm. you know. But Pat, we're looking to play all the matches here on this, and there's no doubt about it. They're all yeah, on they're the order to better side. Like, single anyone out at the moment. You know, I you mean. have the Kios there in midfield, you have Venice Corn in midfield, you know, Story, Dunn at Dunn, wingback, yeah. Brennan at fullback, you know, Owen and Lacey, who got the goal, Orsley Jacob as well, yeah. you know. Shelley, 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 Murray goes up, let's fly, but the ball is rocked out. Out to Shelley, out to Shelly Kyo, and here's a, a tremendous player, is Aoife Dunn. Dunn, oh, she's knocked down by Ashley Corbett. Corbett, but well, comes the story. Martin was a half to the work for the tech, but I tell you, Kira's story is the half to the work, so the all of the better defence. Gets the ball out, it's Kyo to Kyo, and Shelly with a prop pass out to Sinnott, and Sinnott. Sinnott gets the ball out to Mary Lacey. Mary Lacey with all the time in the world, and she gets away from Nisha O'Donnell, and she's... She may look slow and stride, but she's just her stride is so speak. Gets the ball out to to, to Sinnott. Uh, it's it's Sinnott. It's Siobhan Sinnott. But the ball goes, and there goes the full-time whistle here in Clanmel Commercial. Just one half minutes. Uh, not much extra time. No, not matter, much extra matter. time. A disappointing day here for the Calini Oscar of But what a day <coughs> for Ulrich de Bella as they go back and reach back to back. All Ireland Club finals. They won one before Christmas. Are they going to win the one after Christmas? Very few will. Very few will. Mrs. There from Ulrich de Bella. Very happy going away. Safe home to you all. And we wish you the very best of luck in the All Ireland uh, Club final against either Schlockneil or our Sarsfields. You know, it will be the Sarsfields again. But in fairness to Ulrich de Bella, what a tremendous team performance here from them as they, you know, pet. It was a joy actually to uh, see a club team. Like Look, we forget overall disappointment. Okay, as as Scarlett supporters and fans, and particularly those of you who have been involved with the team, and from, you know, that close to that close to the spot where they are. Uh, even as those of us who support them as East Clare people, we have to forget about that for the moment and just uh, admire the absolute quality, the strength, the power, the teamwork. 
the the skills of Ola Tabella, you know, I just have to hand it to them. It was in a superb performance. And Leo, that they scored, as I said, they scored 3-11. One seven of that in the first half with a storm, but they got 2-4 against the storm in the second half as well. And that's just telling. Scarif are going to look good with their moves together. They didn't have the physical strength in a lot of, in a lot of the positions, uh, you know. But I tell you one thing, every single player gave their absolute best, but no way could they find a way past this 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 Ola Tabella. Absolutely towering defence with Brennan fullback and Storis back and Gudun wing back and all of those outstanding players and then you had the Kyos up the middle and you had of course Ursula Jacob and you had uh, Gallagher Girl and all those just powering through and the, and the other midfielder number 8 her name escapes me um, Anais Corrin uh, yeah. I think could, 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 possibly, players could, could possibly be the player of the match you know, no Leo, they're just outstanding players no blame to These, this is just a super super team and forget all these things and you know something it's a great thing for those who might be thinking at 35 or 6 or 7 or 8 years of age that should be giving up their camogie their hurling this team disregarded all of that today they showed as much pace but they showed intelligence as well Leo you know you cannot beat the brains to, to look around and find your player and to have the skills in to carry out the pass and to take the pass and to execute the scores and, and the moves brilliant team and education to watch them and you know something whenever you if you're a fan of sport at all Leo you really want to see the best players do play performing in the stage even if it's against your own team but Pat even in the conditions that were in it their passing was and the way their passes stuck, Pat. And they had a runner coming off the shoulder, a shoulder Bad. all the time. Do you know what I mean? But I suppose uh, playing together, Leo, for I suppose maybe 15 years in a lot of their cases, maybe nearly more, but certainly for the last for the last decade or more, you just get you just get to know their place, each other's place so well. And I mean, I said they had power, they had precision, but they had also a knowledge of how to play the game with the conditions and how to play the game against the conditions. And they played way better against the conditions than they did with them because one seven wasn't a massive score with that breeze. But Two four against them was outstanding, and to concede one point against that storm, Leo, against a decent, you know, solid, really good senior team that we love and admire in Scarifog and Law, that is amazing, and they are just outstanding. And it was a, actually it was a, a privilege to see that quality of a team playing, playing, playing our sport. Well, Pat, you're looking at the standard in Munster, like in Clare. Okay, obviously Scarifog and Law, they won two Munster championships, and that can never be taken away, yeah. away from them. But Pat, no Munster club has won an All Ireland club in a number of years. That is true. Know, and you can see there is there is there is a tremendous golfing class there, Pat. There's a tre- when I say Connacht Galway, of course, uh, there is a tremendous golf class. There's no question about it. And you'd have to wonder, like how how, how that has how has, be- has happened, because you're talking about you know serious uh, camogie you know teams and clubs in, in Cork and Tip and Clare and Limerick and Waterford and, and, and all over the place and and and, and, and <laughs> Clan Morris was the only one booking the trend the Kerry team is the only team able to seem to get to all Ireland and win them now and again but uh, it's at a lower level of course but this is fantastic Leo to see this and I, I'm just I'm just uh, so impressed and you know Scarlet you know, the sad thing for these girls that haven't put so much in it's it's shocking for them to have to accept 311 to one point defeat because that's really really not what they deserve at the end of this year and people were talking about that scoreline it'll be a bit of a a, a, a dint to their reputations but knowing them as we do Leo and their outstanding individual girls and outstanding squad of girls they will fight back from this and they will get better days again yeah and look at the, the, the best way to get back in this is get back in the horse again sooner or later they'll have a league coming up shortly and you know they'll, they'll, they'll go back and, and, and the management will analyse this and look at there's no look at I suppose Leo just to say it again, wonder, you know, the, 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 look, the look at the draw, the toss, if they had won the toss and played with the breeze, you're just wondering, and supposing they had the 1-7 and then you could part the bus, how would they have managed? We'll never know, obviously. We know ours the better, are the better squad, and better team, no question about that, but uh, if they had got the breeze and if they had built up a scoreline, 
part of us. I don't think that would have happened, but having said that, you know, we'll never know. But out of the bell, I just said power, precision, experience, desire, heart, but above all, intelligence. Intelligence. And that's that's that sums it all up for me. And uh, look at there'll be better days again, but uh, today was never going to be one of them. Once, three minutes into the second half, we knew it was over. Yeah, I suppose once that goal came, Scarif needed to get, as you well know, need to get that first score at the start of the second half. Unfortunately, it was the green flag for Ola de Bella, and that was probably the defining moment. Yeah, and again, the other thing about it was the team was all over the place. There was players, and there was no player playing in their favourite position for the finish up. And I mean, uh, you know, there's confusion as well, and the confusion didn't help. So we'll pass on to now to, to, to Dave. Yeah, indeed. You know, I mean, we're going now going to be joined by men who has always been gracious to join us at every day that we played in in Clare during the Clare Championship and the Munster Championship. And again, even in defeat today, uh, we're now going to be joined by the manager of the Scarif Ogunlo team, uh, uh, David Sullivan. David, you're welcome. David, I know it's difficult circumstances, and thanks very much for coming up and to take the time to talk to us. Congratulations on a tremendous run uh, through Munster. But today, David. We probably arguably came up again one of the best uh, club teams ever to play the game with Camogie. Ah, hundred percent. And uh, look, uh, I can't fault the girls. You know, we, we fought to the bitter end, and it's just if we want to be All Ireland champions. You know, these are the teams we have to beat, and we just have to learn through the process today. And difficult and all it is to look at the scoreboard. You know, today we do walk up the Hogan stand, and we do become victorious in an All Ireland club championship. It's days like this will drive us on, and. Uh, you know, we were asking girls today to play in conditions like this and be as good as a, an Ursula Jacob or a Una Lacey or a Shelley or Stacey Coe. Them girls have, you know, the 20-something senior medals between each, like, you know, and we were asking 16 and 17-year-olds to go out today and be better than them. And, you know, just was the one bridge too far. But, you know, I, I just have to commend the girls, as, as always. You know, we never give up. And, you know, there was two goals there at the start of the second half and we could have fell to pieces and it could have been seven or eight goals. But, you know, the girls got the three or four scores at the end to put a bit of respectability on the, on the score board and you know I couldn't be more prouder of them and their efforts and their endeavour all throughout the game and it's just the way it is you know as great as all as it is to win you, you probably learn more and you, you find out more about yourself on days like today and you know if we want to go further as a club you know this is where we have to get to and uh, it's a harsh lesson but it's a lesson that we'll have to learn and move on from and come back stronger from it. And, and indeed you, you hit the nail in the head there David as you said a very very young team coming up again a very experienced team it probably was a bridge uh, too far as, as it turns out but as you said, you learn more in defeat than a lot of the time than, 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 than in victory. And these players will they'll know themselves tonight that they came up against one of the best teams ever. Look, conditions were tough. It is a process. It's Scarafogunda. It's a team in, 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 in building themselves. No one expected Scarafogunda to win the Clare Championship. Didn't expect them to win the Munster Championship. You know, they've come a long way in a short place of time, David. Ah, uh, we have. We have. And, you know, I, I go back to the first round of the Championship where we were nearly the third or fourth best team in Clare according to a lot of people and you know we've had some marvellous days out this year you know the Munster final and you know the replay down in Broadford they'll stand for to us all for the rest of our lives the memories from them like but um, you know just today unfortunately it's just it's just a harsh lesson, lesson and it is tough to take you know because we fully believe coming down here today that we could do it you know we didn't just come down here to make up the numbers or anything like that you know we've put 14 months of solid effort into this and uh, just unfortunately today you know 
we met a, a rock that we couldn't move, you know, in Orlar Tabala. But, you know, you could see the difference in the physicality and the, the difference in the way they use the ball and stuff against the wind. And, you know, I've only, I think, three or four people on the, on the group that was used today over 24 years of age. The rest are only kids. They're only, you know, children still learning their game, still having to develop physically and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's not going to be always bad days when we get to this stage. I know it's twice we've been here now and we've lost twice, but it's not always going to be like that. You know, we will make the breakthrough, but it's just about perseverance now and keeping the guards together and uh, just getting them older and wiser and stronger as the years go on and we'll eventually make that step up that Hogan stand I've no doubt about it and Pat looking at all of the better right just 10, 10, 10 years ago or Davis it's nearly 10 years ago since they won their first All-Ireland Club or whatever you know these ladies are on the road a long time they build up a lot of experience as you said you most of the Scarafogunda team are under the age of 24 which is very very young you know it is a matter of um, you know and it, it will take a small bit of time there's no doubt about that but look the building blocks have been built and it's up to themselves now to take it a step further well yeah and look we, we have to go back now and we have to defend clear again and that's hugely important for the, the club you know we, we don't want to win one clear like we did in 19 and fade away in 20 and come back in 21 we know if we if we want to be here on a regular basis and we want to make that step we have to make sure we take care of our own business in our own county first and you know that's the next aim and in a couple of weeks time when we're all back together again after a good break and we deserve a good break because it's been a long process you know that's our aim and that will be our goal is to is to bring on other younger players that's in the club get Aoife back playing get Kira back playing Marion Rogers and Holly and you see Ashley Corrie played very well she came on today it was the first game back since Erasmus so it's just a matter of getting everybody together and getting them physically a little bit stronger and get us back on the road again but no, this won't derail us you know uh, we were in a bit of bonus territory today you know I tried as much as I could not to say that in the weeks leading up to this game you know but there's 11 All-Ireland final appearances amongst the other three teams we've yet to make one it was always going to be a struggle no matter who we played but you know I'm just so proud of the girls we die with our boots on as always and uh, you know I, I said nothing but positive things to say about those girls and uh, they've been a pleasure to work with and uh, you know they died for me so many days in the field when it looked like we were gone but uh, you know they did, it, they did the same today but just unfortunately the scoreboard wasn't what we always wanted it to be and, you know? and you said there David as well you're missing two clear seniors in Kira Dial and Aoife Powell who would be tremendous assets also Roshan Collins came in Daniel Beston came in also your young players you know that experience will only be for their good well yeah and sure like Bonnie, um, um, Abby, Lorraine, uh, Jennifer still young, Alva still young, Leisha, you know, um, Ema Rogers made her senior debut this year as well. Rich Daly made her senior debut in goals today. Like Roshan Collins has been training most of the 135 sessions she made her debut today because that's what we're about. We're about an opportunity and giving girls chances, and that's the way we're going to go about it going forward. You know, it's not about age or about anything like that, but it's a harsh lesson for them girls. But you know, these girls will bounce back, and that's that's what we have to drive into them now. You know, it's we're seeing the same calendar year that we have to defend our, our, our Clare Championship, and the last thing we want is this like around the group now for a couple of months and we down and depressed and whatever and we're going to be sore for a while over it but the thing is we have to move on and we have to try and get back and defend Clare and come out into Munster again and stay getting to this stage until we eventually make the breakthrough and it will happen but it's just going to take time and a bit of development but if we keep getting back here and keep knocking on the door at some stage we're going to get across that line and we're going to make it and I, I hope to be a part of that if we do. Come in. And David as always you're very gracious even in victory and defeat to come up here in time to talk to us you've done tremendous work and have been a tremendous asset to Scarafogunda come on give up yourself from management team and we thank you all for your court see it us here on Scarif Bacon's Radio during the Championship campaign. No bother guys and thank you very much for every, every time you come to the match. Thank you. And now as we're going to take our clothes here from uh, uh, from Scarif Gunlow before we go we have we're now joined on the line by Maura Conway. Maura who's going to give us a report there uh, from the Clare uh, Cork National League game over there in Cusick Park. Maura can you hear me? I can hear you clear. How are you? Mara, we hadn't we didn't have a great day here in Clanmill. We hope that, that things are better for yourselves in uh, Parky Soak. Well, 
here's moment we're in to the 14 minutes of the second half and we're standing here at the moment with Claire four points, Cork six points and we've had the first sub from the Claire team put on, Shauna Kenny has just had to come on, uh, coming off and Regan Conway gone on to colleague and um, Claire, Regan Conway has replaced Shauna Kenny here. And, and Mara, are Claire playing with the breeze or have cocked the breeze in the second half? Or what way is it, Mara? Um, it's a low swirling breeze on the pitch, it looks like looking at the flags. Um, the breeze is coming from the town side and across the pitch. So it's kind of coming across the pitch and from the town side. It's a very slow game, it's a very set game at the moment, particularly in fairness to you. But Cork are on the up at the moment with two points. Playing well. Um, Claire have a lot of young players and new players on, as you know, today. So it's hard to tell, really. Uh, but it's a very slow and fast um, game, really. Yeah, and Maura, as you said, she's in the second half there. Uh, can you see Claire eking out a victory there in that National League game? I think it just needs to push on, but I mean, you have some very accomplished players. Um, we'd say in Cork, whatever, with Laura Hayes, you have uh, Tria Mackey. Um, you know, these players, like their experiences, telling on the field against the younger players. Yeah, indeed. You know, it's a, it's a, of course, it's always hard and clear making a lot of, having a lot of players making their championship, or making their lead debuts. And look at tomorrow, we'll, we'll get the thoughts and we'll get a report off you later uh, for our sports line programme. But for now, thanks for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarlet Bay Community Radio. Thank you very much. And Pat, they're doing well in, in, in Cusick Park. Two pints down, six pints to four. But, one, you know, and hopefully they might eke out a victory. Pat, unfortunately. Um, summarise uh, this championship campaign for Scarif Well sure first of all let's leave today out of it Leo and it's been fantastic you know best team in Munster and uh, you know it's a, that's that's nothing to be sneezed at it's a massive achievement uh, there seems to be discrepancy in standards maybe between Munster and maybe the, the Galway champions and the likes of Schlockneed and the Leinster champions in recent times some bit of a discrepancy there which is hard to explain but that's not Scarlet Fagunlo's fault they are in Munster they're in Clare seriously competitive Clare championship which they won uh, despite some tight tight calls and some tight last minute uh, ditched great scores that shows a massive heart today was a step too far I think conditions when you were putting out maybe four maybe five six uh, 17, 18 year olds conditions today were absolutely alien to what they'd like to play never questioning their heart they threw their bodies into it they simply were not strong physically enough today for these conditions and for the Owlert players that were playing Owlert should I say but having said all that we saw a brilliant team in Owlert Bella as we sit in commentary and as we sit after the game there immediately massive respect for the way, the way they, 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 they played today you'd have to admire it I don't know how many teams in Hurling or Camogie could have played as well in those against those elements as they did their use of the ball their strength their intelligence their power their control of the ball their striking their flicks their pulls on the ground to find each other everything was right about how they played and boy can they finish goal chances absolutely brilliantly yeah there's no doubt about it one of the best club teams I've ever seen playing Camogie and uh, unfortunately it was that Unfortunately, it was here that they downed the yeah, Scarlet Yeah, but I mean, look at Scarlet Fogun, no challenge. They should. Look at it's easy to say it here, but they, they have to hold their heads up high. It a, they all talk about learnings, is a, a big common word used nowadays after losses and matches and various codes and various sports and learnings. But the thing is, what do you take out of today's game that you can help to improve yourself in the future? First of all, I suppose, you know, they will need to continue strengthening themselves, especially the young players, you know, and that's why that will come naturally as well as using the gym, etc. I suppose, uh, maybe, you know, how to, maybe learning a method of how to play with the wind and how to play against the wind. Uh, you know, the, I think they did very, very well against it, in fairness, in the first half. They threw their bodies all over the place to try and stop. And one 
Seven wasn't massive to concede, but with the breeze in the second half, they just didn't seem to the methodology to to find space to get the players they wanted into the game. They bunched a bit, they hunted in packs, but then they were leaving older players loose, and uh, older players had the skill to, uh, and the intelligence to find each other, and they uh, ran it at Scarif Gunlow and got those goals. So. Um, they will look at that video and I think there's an awful lot you can take from the second half and how maybe to you know, rearrange yourself with the breeze, how to get into the game. But again, you know, I, I think the biggest thing was strength and experience was the biggest thing in the long run. They didn't have that. You can't, you can't buy that. You have to go through the, the games and the years to get it. And I've no question about Scarlett will continue to improve. And we'll, if they get this opportunity again in the next couple of years, please God, they will. You know, they may be able to reverse the result like this and go on to greater things. And indeed, Pat, as, as David said there, you know, give a dial, if a power... You know, yeah, two great players. Marion Rogers, you know, Holly McGee. If, if, if Orson Jacob and, and the Laces and those can do it, why can't Marion yeah, Rogers and, do and similar? With, young, with younger players, and the, the, fu- the, future, players, yeah. the future is bright. Future. Oh, my God, Leo. Should wouldn't anyone give a give anything to be involved with Scarif O'Connor Lokomogi with the, with the players coming through and the players they have? It's just a matter now of taking it to the next level. Sometimes that's a big step to take, but look at uh, As I said, they can take an awful lot of learnings from the video of this game, particularly in the second half today. It could be a great coaching, a, a great coaching experience for everybody involved coaches and players to know how do you approach it how do you bring back a scoreline how do you get your best players loose uh, to get those scoring chances and how do you use the ball and you know that's all they can do you know you, you fight away it's only it's only Camogie that you'll get over it and they'll get back to their lives and their college lives and their work lives but they ought to be thinking you know how can I be more intelligent to play in the second half and, and, and just you know be able to get more scores than they did today yeah and indeed Pat with that thanks much thanks very much and Pat thanks for your contribution all through the uh, Camogie uh, Club Championship and we can afford to, to take a break maybe for a week or two. Look, we thank you all very much for tuning in to us here on Scarapay Community Radio today in associates with Dirk Credit Union and our outside broadcast sponsored by Michael Long Construction. We also thank our production team here uh, from Clanmel. It's Collins Communications, Jim and, and Marguerite here uh, from Clanmel. We thank all in Scarapay Community Radio uh, for their help throughout the championship campaign. We thank all the, player, all the players and management who contributed to our, our, our programmes by giving interviews and, you know, being very good to talk to us here. And we thank uh, Crow, uh, Crow Park uh, and the Camogie Association for allowing us uh, the privilege of, of commentating on these game of these Camogie games. So 